This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. This is Officer Mo Weekend coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Ah, Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey! And as always, to join another discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Oh, good. All indoors and doing it where it counts. How you doing? We are doing it where it counts, too, doing sir. It, doing it well. That's, that's right. That's it. Doing it, doing it, doing it well. Doing it, doing it, doing it. And, of well, course, we have a resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Oh, good, man. Glad to see you guys on Zoom. So we can't be in person. I can see your face, at least. That's kind of cool. Even when we're in person, we still can't see your face. <laughs> well, <laughs> half a face. <laughs> half a quarter face. <laughs> Quarterface Rage Ball, that's right. Guys, look, we have an awesome freaking show for you guys today. Um, we are doing 10 minutes with a Moican, in which we bring a bunch of the Moican Nation on to spend 10 minutes with the Magic Ori podcast, and we ask them a myriad of different questions. So it could range from everything from Star Wars to uh, movies, Marvel, whatever you want. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're doing this in two parts because we had so much fun. So this is part one of two, 10 minutes with a Moican. So ladies and gentlemen, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go discuss things with the Moicans. Right. And here we are, our very first Moican on 10 Minutes with a Moican. We have the one, the only Raz. How you doing, Raz? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing great, hey, man. Hey, doing good. Considered. Good. Yeah. Largest yeah. social interaction I've had this week. This is one of the biggest ones, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is uh, sunny Florida treating you these days? Oh, well, you know, it's nice and isolated. Um, <laughs> there's, there's not much going on. <laughs> Disney's closed. Um, there's not much to do. Well, I was going to start off with that. Uh, so I wanted to begin with the question that we kind of addressed last week when we did on the show, which is uh, hypothesizing the best case scenario for Disney, being that it would uh, reopen at some point in mid-April if everything goes. Yeah, we know it's not, but this is we're hypothesizing. Best case scenario, the death toll, the death toll goes down. They start doing soft openings mid-April, ready to go by early May. Let's hypothesize that. If that comes to be, how soon thereafter would you feel comfortable stepping foot into a Disney park? Well, I don't know. I'm immunocompromised for several different reasons, and so I have to be really careful. And uh, and I'm working from home now. So, I mean, all teachers are working from home in the state of Florida, but um, I'm one of those 
I'm in one of the populations, which a lot of people know now because we know all the CDC guidelines and everyone's listening to the CDC now. So it's interesting. Um, but <laughs> I have to be really careful. So um, I would probably, I wouldn't be able to be on the front. You know, I'm always one of the first ones who's like, yeah, new ride opens. Let's go. Ride of the resistance. Let's go. Yeah, I can't do that. I have to be careful. And it's not just me. It's my family. And it's, I, I have a, a baby I'm taking care of, my nephew. And yeah, I can't worry just about me too. So um, I would say, I think they're probably going to open the resorts first, at least the restaurants and stuff. And I would probably try that first and see. Um, I could see me trying to go to the poly first. <laughs> um, <laughs> my give, give us a time uh, frame. Yeah. How long do you think you would give it before you tried? couple of months, a year. Oh, yeah. no, probably a couple of weeks. Oh. Probably a week or two. A week or two. A week for them to say, come on in, the water's fine. Probably two weeks. Probably, probably, I would probably do some monitoring. I have a lot of friends who are CMs, and I would take their advice. And I probably would be kind of going and, and seeing what they said and, and going by. I have friends who literally work at hotels and at the parks. So I would kind of be going with that. But I think, uh, I don't think we're going to see the parks open till mid-May uh mid to late May, early June. So if it opens, if everything's fully online the first week of June, you'll be in the parks the following week. Possibly. Possibly. It really, honestly, it really depends. I, I just feel like there's a lot of things going on now. If people were actually to listen to our governors, or not our governor, uh, listen to actual CDC advice and do what they're supposed to do in the state of Florida, I think this thing would die down faster. But no one in Florida is doing what they're supposed to do right now. Sounds like home here. Yeah, yeah. no one here uh, is doing that either. Yeah, yeah, my sister, my sister is an ICU nurse, and uh, I'm not going to go into a lot because of stuff. But I'm just going to say she was actually in a hospital last night um, in an ICU outside of the Orlando area because she was doing agency, where you know she goes and picks up hospital where they need her, and um, they didn't have anything. No and she more had respirators. A they didn't have a lot of stuff. They didn't have a lot of protective gear, oh. and she had a COVID oh. patient, and um, she said it scared her. It yeah. really oh scared her. That's legit. So, That's legit. Yeah. I mean, they barely had enough stuff. And she said, you know, it's getting worse and worse. We have 11,000 cases in the state of Florida right now. So it's, yeah, it's getting scary. So I just, I don't know. I'm going to have to play it by ear, but safety is going to come first. Absolutely. That's, absolutely. What do you miss most about being in the Disney park right now? I can be not PG. I, I really miss Epcot, man. Man, I miss Epcot. <laughs> Party of Epcot. I didn't get my orange bird magnet. Okay. Oh. And I'm really frustrated <laughs> because... I didn't get a chance to get over to Flower and Garden. I know that sounds stupid, but I didn't get my orange bird magnet for AP. <laughs> and I'm like, the one time they actually have all this orange bird merchandise and I can't get over. I couldn't get over there in the first week or so it was open because it was only open for like a week before they closed the parks, you know, and I couldn't get over there in time. And now it's who knows what's going to I'm really hoping they give us a chance to get those and they give us a chance to get the merchandise and stuff. But we'll you don't see. have them on eBay yet? Well, not just the magnets, but, you know, they have like the, I'm sure they'll have it on Shop Disney. Like they had a spirit jersey and orange bird spirit jersey. And, you know, I'm going to buy that because I'm a dork and I love orange bird. It's <laughs> all good. Watch out for that counterfeit, though, sister. Watch out for that counterfeit. I know. But, yeah. So I, I miss Epcot. I just, I miss having a place to just go chill that's outside of reality. And I think right now that's a place that a thing a lot of us need. So what is your happy place in Epcot? Like what is that one place in Epcot that you just go to and you're just at peace? Oh, I have a lot of those places. Gotta pick one. Uh, pick one. The bridge between France and, and Britain. I like that. And then Italy, the little little area there. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah. I like, that. I like just places where people, those are places people are, but there's other little places you can find that people 
aren't that are nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The there used list. to be, you know, there used to be, there used to be, nobody went back behind in, in Britain. Nobody went back where the Beatles band is now that they're going to tear apart for Mary Poppins. Nobody went back there and now they're going to tear all that up. So well, I, don't, I don't know about that. Just shot there. There's... Yeah. But if I were to make up a list, there's a lot of little places that people don't know about Disney. And I like to go chill at. So make that list. What they will use it when this all <laughs> is over. I used to like yeah. to grab one of the Grand Marnier slushes and sit there and watch a caricature artist do their thing. True and, and, pay their, and now that's going to be gone because they got rid of all them. Anyway, uh, so now when friends fly to Disney, yeah, I'm sure you get this question a lot. Where do, where do you go eat? Where, where, do we, where should we make a reservation? What are your top three restaurant recommendations for friends of yours flying in town that are going to Disney for a week? Anywhere, like anywhere. Anywhere in, anywhere in Disney, your top three. Genre, nothing, like it, with kids, with adults, what? No, it, it's it's totally up to you. But let's, for the sake of argument, let's say it's a, a mom and dad and just one kid. And, and it's a sophisticated kid. It's a kid that can fit in, likes the kitty stuff, but can you knows how to behave herself in a good restaurant. Okay. Well, if you can do brunch at Cali Grill, you get brunch at Cali Grill on a Sunday, man. Uh-huh. Like, that's the top. It's literally brunch at the top of the world. That's what they call it. Because <laughs> uh, I think it's more, I think it's more kid friendly than, than night at Cali Grill. Um, but I really, I love it. And I've done it with kids too. I've done it with actually the Robert's kids. We've done brunch. But yeah, I love California Grill. It's probably one of my tops. I mean, it's it's not cheap, but it's fun to do. Probably one of my favorite character meal now uh, is actually at the Riviera. Really? Uh-huh. I've done it once and I would do it again. Um, it's only for breakfast, but it's really good. And it's really, it's really interactive. They spend a lot more time with the kids, the characters do. It might be because people don't know it's around yet, but it's... Yeah, it's fairly new, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cheap, but it's like 45 bucks for an adult and it's probably 35 for a kid, but it's because they say it's more entertainment too, but they they spend a lot of time with the kids and there's a lot of cool stuff. That's nice. cool. And a third one? Oh. Let's see. Probably probably Beer Garden. Beer Garden. Ah, yeah, nice. Beer Garden. Beer Garden. I know it's not anybody's top top, but I love Beer Garden. <laughs> oh, I put I think I think you might have made a post on Facebook about like well, where you'd rather be somewhere like that or quarantine, I think. Yeah, I, I, I love I put beer that. garden. Yeah, I, I put beer garden in that too. I mean, there's I food. silently toasted that. It's a buffet. <laughs> yeah, it's a buffet. And it's just, and you get to, I've met so many interesting people. You get to sit there and I've actually, having been to Germany, I mean, nobody, it's fun. If you talk to the CMs because they're all German, uh, they hate wearing those outfits because they're absolutely ridiculous. But, um, and they actually sneak in really interesting things into the menu after the um, festivals are over. Oh really? Like really? The, oh yeah, the Brazilian cheese bread, the queso de pom. Yeah. Uh, actually, they the last couple of years they if there's leftovers from some of the festivals, they brought it into Germany. Oh nice. That's good which, to know. I could eat a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Has nothing to do with Germany, <laughs> no. but it's I guess good. they just think it'll look good at the buffet. But it's really good. But yeah, so yeah, beer garden is one of my favorites, and it's actually usually if you want to do it for like candlelight uh, dinner thing it's usually one of the cheaper options for lunch quite smooth sister quite smooth <laughs> i like it i like it there we go all that time it. is up well look rest thank you for joining us yes. yeah all right thanks for coming Take care yourself, yep. sister. enjoy the all rest right. of your day see ya all right so next up on our 10 minutes with them a weekend we have the roberges josh and rachel rachel Hello. a travel agent on right and josh of course raced lee Gotta can't live yes. that down. <laughs> Never. I still lost Never. money on that. I've been trying to live it down, but I can't. You can't. It's it's gonna gonna keep just keep back. pulling you back in like the Godfather. 
Got to start working out like Drago. He stopped working out, stopped running, got a belly, grew his beard out. I mean, he's yeah, been able to just... do this every time. <laughs> I will never bet you again. I will never bet you again, Danny. I will never bet you again. I'll still do the hype for race number two, but I will never bet you again. Welcome, Herbergers. Thanks for joining us. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, yeah. y'all. It's good to see you all. Yeah, good absolutely. Good to hear you. Uh, so I'd like to start and just talk to Rachel first. Uh, how has this coronation impacted your travel business? Um, it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I just, I just wanted to wallow in misery together. Yeah, it's a bummer. I'm <laughs> if this was just going to be y'all too commiserating about that for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I started a little over a year ago. And um, building that travel, building a travel business is hard. You have to do a lot of groundwork yourself and find your client base yourself. And so it has been difficult to watch that all dry up so fast. I mean, I, I think it'll come back. And I'm thankful that my travel income is doesn't pay my bills, because that would be a, a serious stress, I think. But yeah, it's been a bummer. But people have been so nice. Like my clients have been so nice about it. Um, you know, just trying to be patient and and be patient with the fact that we don't have as many answers as we'd like to have. So. Sure. Yeah. Well, the answers may change tomorrow. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just, there's been a lot of people asking me questions and me saying like, just if you could just wait a little bit longer and, and they've been pretty good about saying like, okay. So would you say you've had more people canceling or moving their trips or? Well, so at the beginning, like in March, I had more people moving their trips. And like, cause I think in March we had less of a sense of like, this could be a, you know, I didn't feel like in March it was going to be a really long time. Like I think it potentially could be now. And so March, I had a lot of folks interested in moving in April. It was more 50, 50, um, until that deal, the free dining for people who were impacted. And then more people were interested in rebooking because of the free, but yeah, but I've had a mix. Yeah. And that's good. Hopefully they will, they'll take advantage of the, you know, who's scheduling for a later date and, you know, cause you know, everyone wants to still take that vacation. So yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, have any personal travel plans affected? Did you have any trips that you had to cancel or anything like that? Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we did. talk about that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We, we were actually really excited uh, for our school April vacation. We were going to be going to the, uh, to Disney's Hilton Head Resort. Oh, oh. nice. Oh, wow. Oh, no. So we were <laughs> really, really excited to, to check that out. You know, we've never been to any of the Disney properties that weren't the parks. So it was kind of, well, we've gone on a cruise, I guess, but you know, to just go to a resort for the sake of going to a resort was going to be a new experience for us. And, you know, we had family that was going to meet us there uh, for parts of the vacation. So um, yeah, that, that unfortunately got canceled a couple of weeks ago, I think was when they had announced that that resort was going to be closed for that period of time. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel you, Josh. Josh, like I need some adventure up in here. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's a place I've been wanting to check out, Hilton Head, for sure, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were fortunate that we got we got our um, February trip in right before, you know, everything went crazy. I think it was two weeks after we got home was when they started shutting things down, so. Yeah, we were there Mardi Gras week. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so we were fortunate there, but yeah, up, upcoming is, is kind of a bummer. Right. Yeah. So yeah. have you, um, have you already pl- planned out any other trips or vacations for yourself or put anything on the books or maybe even just imaginary trips that you're. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Right now we have sort of a replacement trip for that Hilton head at Walt Disney world. Um, so like Hilton head wasn't, it's hard. Hilton head's harder to book. It's hard. Oh, to is it really? Okay. Yeah. 
So we couldn't just like reschedule that for whenever. So we booked a trip for the end of June at Walt Disney World, but I don't know, hopefully we can take How it. How confident are you that's going to stick? 50-50. Yeah. 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 I kind of feel the same way. Like I know that we were talking about, you know, April, May, et cetera, et cetera. The fact that we we can't book anyone until June 1st makes me right. a little hesitant. Yeah. Right. So I don't know about June. And then we have, my agency is doing a conference cruise in September, Labor Day okay. weekend. Very cool. So I think right now I'm feeling like 80-20 on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> so hopefully that happens. And you're going to be on that cruise? Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, we our agency did one right before everything went to hell. It was the first week of March. They did a, a conference at Universal. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so everything crashed down the very next week. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so changing gears a little bit. Uh, let's... Do a little happier imagineering. Questions, yeah, yeah, hopefully happier. Well, not yeah. really. Uh, uh, in this in this scenario, we're closing down Epcot, so uh, <laughs> due to budget due to budget restraint. Lord, you're like the Grim Reaper. You're bringing me down, man. You're bringing me down. You say you're closing Epcot. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so, uh, apparently, a question didn't help. <laughs> Welcome to our world. No, did. But uh, Bob uh, Chappaquiddick has asked you to uh, <laughs> to for your input. And he wants to know what three attractions, what two restaurants, and what entertainment you would like to move and save from Epcot and move to other parks. So three attractions you would save from Epcot, and where would you put them? Oh, where would we put them? Hmm. Can I save something that's not even completed yet? Sure. 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 It's your day. It's your day, really excited about uh, Cosmic Re Guardians of the Galaxy. And I know not done yet, but I would absolutely save that and if I'm going to relocate it some, I would, I would actually want to send it to California, make it a part of the new Avengers campus. And they've got mission breakout there. So I think it would tie in very nicely with, with those things. So nicely done. I think I'm in the minority. I really love um, California adventure. So anything that's going to add to that is, uh, is, is exciting for me. So, um, so that's definitely number one is, is um, cosmic remind over to California adventure and the uh, Avengers campus. Josh, you run your race, buddy. You run your race. I'm a Frozen fan, so I'm saving Frozen Ever After, and I'm moving it to the kingdom. Okay, good. All right. Good. Now, are you updating the costumes to Frozen 2? Oh, my God. I love their outfits. <laughs> the best. <laughs> they have the best outfits in that movie. Yeah, although meeting them uh, at Epcot kind of ruined the end of the movie for me because I hadn't seen Frozen 2 yet when we met Anna and Elsa, and they were in those costume so it kind of gave away the end for me but that's oh no spoiler (laughs) ouch uh so one more attraction one One more one more attraction come on you can do it you can do it (laughs) i mean soren's already in dca that 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 can go because we have soren somewhere i feel like spaceship earth is just such an iconic piece of disney history that it needs to be saved but where where would would it it where would it go See, I would put it in the where the Carousel of Progress is right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad yeah. call. That's not a bad call. It is on uh, the edge, yeah, so they could expand out. Yeah, that's feasible, plausible. Or you could just drop it in that new plot of land that they purchased. Who knows? Oh, yeah. yeah. But just, we'll just wrap <laughs> Tron around it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I, I, would, I would say I would recommend saving Spaceship Earth just because that, that whole structure is, is such an iconic piece of Disney history. Test track's gone. Yeah. yeah. I don't love Test Track. <laughs> yeah. Heidi does. Our daughter our daughter loves Test Track. She'd be so mad. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's designing good. a car with her drives me crazy. So I, I don't know. Forever. It's better than buying a car for your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God. Um, so two restaurants. Two restaurants, yes. 
I love the Annapoli. I, I was going to say the Annapoli. Um, so that's definitely one of them. One Do we more. have to? We have to. Well, we have to replace it and put it somewhere, right? I'm getting rid of Tony's Town Square, and I'm putting. There you go. Oh, there you go. Nice. Perfect. Nice. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Nicely done. One more. Another restaurant. Josh is uh, thinking hard there. I yeah. am thinking hard. You can hard. do it. You can do it. I, I can do it. Um, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, All right. So real quick before you go, who is the bigger Disney fan in your relationship? The buzz happened. Lee. It's, sorry. Buzz I got to get it in. I got to get it in. Uh, it's, I'm the, probably the bigger Disney fan, but I'm so thankful that I have a spouse who really loves it because I have a lot of friends that just one of them really loves it and kind of puts up with it and yeah we are both <laughs> that's genuinely, my world yeah we're both genuinely <laughs> disney fans and um it is but it, probably me more so cool. cool all right thanks guys appreciate it thanks y'all all right, all right. Thanks. Y'all be careful. and next up on 10 minutes with a mo weekend we have the number one dr mohookan how you doing lisa hey guys i'm good it's all good here in quarantine land Absolutely. Yeah. And we're just here going to ask you a couple of questions for you just to kind of pass the time away from where you are in quarantine land. So we'll take it away to Eli. Okay. All right, Lisa. So check this out. So if you could help out a group of Disney cast members to stay financially stable until the parks open back up, which group would you help? Uh, I, I, like the, the category of cast members? Like, say, like, there's a group of bartenders or a group no. of, you know. No, I think the servers. I think definitely the servers. I think also college program kids that have been stuck in, you know, because there's a lot of them that are living down there, aren't there? But, I mean, a lot of them got shipped home, but there's some that that is their home now, right? Is I reading an article on that? If they have a choice, probably. Anyway, yeah, so I would definitely say that service industry workers are being hit really hard. I mean, they're already making low wages, so that's who I would pick. Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, all right. Now, this is a, a personal question for you because uh, we've talked to you plenty of times through ups and downs and thick and thins. Uh, one question I've always wanted to ask you is, why do you call yourself a Disney brat? Ah, because I'm spoiled. <laughs> I'm spoiled. spoiled. I'm Disney spoiled. Disney was always Disney has always been you know, a magical place. And, and I've been, I feel like I've been very, very lucky that my dad, you know, took us as many times as he did when we were kids. And he always did all the things, you know, I, I've been very spoiled. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm a Disney brat. I'm just like, you know, like an army brat, you know, when they move around, it's, it's not really a mutt brat, but her yeah. daddy paid for the plaid y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all you got to say right there. I got two well, plaid for you, baby. <laughs> and then there's that. <laughs> and I'm wrong with that. I've always been curious about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got you. All right. So let's say the genie from Aladdin gave you one wish to be any Disney character, real or imaginary, that you chose to be. Who would it be and why? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. Thanks. Um. <laughs> I think I would like, I'd like to be Maleficent. I love Maleficent. She's such just a, you know, but then again, I also, when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up and be one of the three little pigs and work at Disney World. So I'm going to go with Maleficent. I would love to be Maleficent. You like the power? Is that the thing? Yeah. I don't know about the power. (laughs) This goes back to the brat thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably a really much better answer out there, but you can't. Joy. No, I would be joy. I would be joy from inside out. That's who I would be. There you go. Dr. Mahookin, this is your time. Any answer you work, we will take. It's all perfect. (laughs) 
Well, that's my answer. Fine. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know how much time I got left, but I got one last. So Disney recently bought 26 acres of land next to Magic Kingdom. If you had blue sky over this area, so you were in charge of this area, what things would you put in this land? Oh, it would be a villain's park. That's easy. That's the easiest question you've asked me yet. Villain's park. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. What villains would you put in that park? Oh, well, I'd put Maleficent. <laughs> you know, obviously, yeah. it would be Maleficent's castle. You know, if you wanted to do, or, or I think I would make Maleficent the centerpiece, or Chernabog. You could go Chernabog just because he's okay. you know old school, old school. But yeah, oh yeah, that would be. I mean, you could have rides based on all the different villains. Uh, yeah, I would like to see some of the technology we've seen in Shanghai come to any new land that Disney builds like the new the pirates ride over there i would love to see disney do something like that maybe not another pirates ride obviously but yeah i mean oh gosh i could i could i could brainstorm on that all day long you, you've and got time you no got time. i don't either I, <laughs> i've used it all apparently no i mean that's but yeah i mean the villains land and i think that there would be a lot of support for for that i really do i think that um yeah, I think that there would be a lot of, of things they could do with that would, would be, you know, and it's a little bit different. But unfortunately, what I think they're going to do with it is build a superhero's land. You think so? You think you'd rather have like a Captain Marvel as opposed to... No, I wouldn't castle? rather. No, I would not rather. <laughs> I would rather have Villain's Land. I said what I think they're going to do with it is I really do feel like that they're working towards a, a Marvel-themed land. I think that's coming. Well, Lisa, what is it with you and the villain? I love the villains. Tell them, tell them about it. This is your time. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Tell them, tell them about it. Well, you can't appreciate the good until you see the bad. But even Disney's bad villains seem to have an underlying side that there's something that made them that way. They didn't just, like, decide to be evil one day, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, something happened. Uh, it's like Wreck-It Ralph, you know? Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. So, I mean, I don't know. But I've always loved Halloween. I've always, when I was a kid, I watched the dark and spooky, you know, Frankenstein and mummy movies. I've always loved the dark side of things. Uh, and I'm really a happy little bright and shiny, sparkly person. But I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a dual personality. It, it's, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think they're interesting. It's funny that somebody who describes herself as joy is so connected to the villains. I love the villains. Yeah. But I also love the happy. It's like I said, you can't have one without the other. The, right. the, her- the heroes would not be as heroic if you didn't have the villains. Oh, that's truth. That's truth right yeah. there. There's no X-Men without Magneto. That's right. There. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Let me ask you a question real quick, Lisa. If you could make a cameo in any Disney attraction, whether it be as an AA figure, a voice, you're on screen, which which attraction would you would you choose to to make a cameo in? Uh, Figment. 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 Oh, wow. Nice, nice. Figment. I would I would like to be right there with Robin Williams and uh, Rick Moranis and Eric uh, Eric Idle. Yeah. You yeah. have like your door, Doctor Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. I'm not, I don't think I ever expected to hear that answer in a million years. Uh, just of, of all the attractions, uh, the Figment. Wow, because like, Figment was my favorite, but then they changed it. They did change it, but I still, I, st- I mean, I remember the original Dreamfinder. I think that's, I think that that was really cool. 
But I still will go and ride Figment every single time I'm in Epcot. I cannot not go ride Figment. One tiny mm. spark. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get a picture with uh, Figment and Dreamfinder, or even like at one point in time they had a big over like oversized like a human being in a Figment costume at one point? Did you ever get that? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. My dad when and my dad and Lee has spoken. My father he'll understand this. My dad was never big on standing around and waiting on us to get our pictures with characters. That that didn't happen until I got an adult and did that myself. I mean, I had a few, but it wasn't like it is today. So I don't really remember if they if I was there when that was going on. I don't remember it. So. But yeah, I do remember the rainbow. What is that? What is the, the closed the rainbow part? tunnel? Yeah, I yeah. remember that. It goes into so. the imagination works, image works. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So good place, good stuff. Yeah, fun time. Okay. Well, I don't know how much time we have left, but this is a real short and quick one. Uh, what Disney tune sticks in your head the most? Hmm. One wow. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and now that one is there. It just depends on what I heard last or what, you know, I mean, I would probably say it's Let's Go Fly a Kite. I, I catch myself humming that one a lot. Mary Poppins. Let's go fly a kite. Yeah. Turkey legs just don't taste right. Nice. Classically. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Time's up. Thank you so much, Dr. Mahookan. So next up on 10 Minutes with a Weekend, we have Austin. How are you doing, Austin? It's been a while, sir. Yeah, I'm doing good. How, how, how are you guys doing? Yeah, we're good, man. It's it's quarantine. We decided to chat with a bunch of my weekends and uh, and we came up with this uh, or Danny came up with the ten minutes with a weekend idea. So this is going to be fun, a lot of fun. So hopefully you had a chance to hang out with those weekends out in the waiting room and uh, before your recording time, catch up with some of those guys because I know it's been a while. Yep, it was getting too proggy in there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric and I were just discussing prog bands for the last five minutes. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, look, uh, I know you went to Disneyland. Uh, it was probably your last trip, right, before all this stuff went down? I, I want to say it was a week or two before they closed and everybody at my job was looking at me because the day they announced I was wearing a Disneyland hoodie, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm clean. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the corona? <laughs> well, out of curiosity, when was the last time you've been to a park? I know it's been a little bit while, but I'm curious to see when the last time you went. So it was definitely, I think it was four years ago before this last trip. Oh, wow. It's been, it's been a good while. Uh, the last time we went, though, it was Tower of Terror was like saying goodbye. Like we went and it was like one of the last few weeks you could go on it. Cool, cool, cool. So that right. gives some insight to how long it's been. So what did you think about the update? I haven't been on it because, we, you know, we had Rowan with us. So we were like, eh, we'll, we'll write it some other time. Uh, no no parent swap. <laughs> we, did, we did a few. Like we did, uh, we did Indy, we did Space Mountain, and then Thunder Mountain we did swap. Oh, oh cool. and then uh, uh, Smuggler's Run. We did that, too. Cool. Cool, cool. So out of curiosity, after four years, you know, it's been a while. You go to Disney. Uh, where did you stay when you went? Uh, so we stayed at, oh, I forgot the name. Uh, Lee helped us out with it. Oh, Lee. So Lee did your, okay. How How is, how is your travel agent? Uh, he was really good. He, he, he helped us scan the system. You know, he was like, hey, just. We'll just say that you have a triple A card, which of course he was like, they won't ask you. Forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the Um, special man. What? So triple A card. Yeah. So we get there, and it was cool because when I checked in, they go, "Oh, so uh, congratulations, you guys have been upgraded to a suite." I'm like, "Cool, but it's it's only three of us. You know, we only need one bed, and then we have you know the the travel bed for the for the baby." 
So I mm-hmm. asked Lee and I go, hey, did you, did you upgrade this? He goes, only if they upgraded you. Wow. What does a suite look like at the Candy Cane Motel? <laughs> so it wasn't Candy Cane. It was the Camelot Inn and Suites. And it was literally Camelot. just a, a yeah. second hotel room. So it was like the main room with one bed, a, a bathroom, and then a door to the next bedroom that had two twin beds. We literally just used that to hold everything that we were we were planning to bring back. So it wasn't like medieval times or anything like that while you were out there? Uh, inside the room, there's no theming. It was like, here's your TV. Here's your mini fridge. Uh, there's your bed. All right, have fun. Cool. Enjoy. All right. So the outside right looked nice, but uh, the room wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Cool, cool. So you said you you brought the little one, right? Yes. Uh, and if I may ask, how old is the little one? Uh, he'll be two in August. So he's oh, cool. a year and a half ish. Nice. So. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're a member of any of the Disney fan discussion groups, you always ask that questions like, hey, I just had a baby. How soon do you bring them to the Disney parks? Yep. Um, yep. I, so I'm curious to know uh, uh, what made you just uh, went into your decision to bring them now? Uh, was two like the age that you're aiming for or was it just other reasons? Or- so it's going to sound super selfish, but Vanessa and I were like, we want to go. <laughs> so we're like, we'll bring them. We'll find something for them. We, had, we understood it wasn't going to be like a dizzy, 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 dizzy. We're just like, all right, we're going to write everything and anything. It was like tax season's rolling around. We're going to get that check. We're going to go. <laughs> See, <That was laughs> <Yeah>. like- <laughs> so would you say it went pretty smoothly? Yeah, it was. Um, so this is my first time ever going with, uh, a, a little a younger child. I, of course, I went with my sister's younger. My sister's only five years younger than me, but I was also little at the time too. And then any other time, we were both basically teenagers. So it was kind of like, okay, well, we're just going to ride anything and everything. But it was it was very nice. Uh, we, we went for three days and it was kind of nice because we spread everything out among the three days. So there was no rush. Um, for those people uh, that are contemplating bringing their kid, what advice do you have for anyone thinking about doing this, bringing a little one to the parks? Especially at, you know, two years old, maybe even less, maybe hovering around that age. Uh, don't be afraid of that time at the hotel. Uh, <laughs> at first I was like, oh, are we going to miss out on anything? And Vanessa was like, uh, if we do, that's too bad because it's, it's nap time. I'm like, All right, we'll, we'll go take a nap. I don't know if everybody else's baby is going to be a pig like mine is because he basically will eat as much as I eat. But the power packs they have at like the, the, the quick service restaurants are really good. And they actually, they, they give a lot. So I would look at that if you're looking for something to eat for the little ones. And it wasn't too expensive from what I remember. That's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. Nap time is a great thing that I did that with my little one when I went there, uh, when she was two, my oldest. Um, okay. So back to your trip, what are some new things that you experienced that you haven't, uh, experienced before that you, you know, let us know about it. Uh, so the, the max pass, that was called the, the, the phone app that you can use when you get there. Uh, didn't last time I went, we were still, you know, back in my day, we were still using the, the paper fast passes you had to walk up to and grab. So that was interesting. Uh, my favorite ride, Indiana Jones, it seemed to, to get a, like a, like an overhaul. It looked like it, they, they finally <laughs> redid some things on it. Yeah. Uh, I remember before, like uh, when you first, you know, when you first start the ride and they have the, the, the idol and you, you're not supposed to look into its eyes. We all do. It's okay. We know you do. <laughs> well, otherwise you just stopped right there. <laughs> before though, it would look like, it would look like, not to be mean or anything, but like half their face had a stroke. It was like one eye was just like barely open and the other one was just closed. Was like, <laughs> I, I don't know if, if I'm looking at it or not. So that was nice. The ride just seemed updated and everything. Galaxy's Edge, obviously. Um, and well, what did you cried. think? What did you really did? I, you? I almost cried. Did you get I down on your knees? You're like, oh, yes. I texted my, my best friend who's a Star Wars fanatic. And I was like, dude, this is probably the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and, he was, and then his response was, yeah, it's okay. Oh, as a really? Star Wars fan, and I was like, "What do you mean it's okay?" And he was like, "Eh, it didn't do much for me. It was wow. cool and all, but I was like, dude, the, the Millennium Falcon is right here. What are you talking about?'" Did he go before Rise of the Resistance? He went opening day. 
There you oh, go. Well, yeah, he went before Rise of Resistance. He yeah. went with half of a, yeah. Without I mean, we didn't ride Rise of the Resistance either um, because oh. we were a very, we're not, we weren't like a, you know, oh, we got to wake up at 6 a.m. It was like, we're waking up when we wake up and then we'll go. <laughs> it's kind of like we're not in a rush. So in addition to the new stuff that you experienced, were there any must-dos that you got to accomplish and what were they? Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, I was not going to. It's funny because that day I was. I have an Indiana Jones shirt that I have and I was wearing it to security at Downtown Disney because we used the parking garage um, right. just for ease of access with having the stroller and everything. So I walk up in the security guards like, hey, do you like Indiana Jones? I was like, no, not really. Just you know, trying to mess with them. And he goes, oh, well, they have that new Funko Pop for sale over at one of the stores. And I was like, Are you, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your eyes bugged out and your mouth dropped yeah. to the floor. So, and So we ran down to that store downtown <laughs> Disney. And they were like, yeah, we only have about 100 of them left. Oh, like, my well, God. <laughs> you're about to have 99 left. I think I missed this when I when I saw it. Dang. Okay. Yeah, I have it. I can I can definitely uh, post a photo in the in the, the Facebook group to show everybody. But yeah, I yep, we got to get it. But yes, yeah, Austin, post a picture of the Facebook group. Yeah, I will. Uh, Indy was one of them. Uh, Space Mountain for both of us was like, come on, you got you got to do it, and you have to sit in the front. Got to sit in the front when you do that, and then Thunder Mountain, of course. And it was for respect to Space Mountain. It was Space Mountain, not Hyperspace Mountain, when you went, right? I, it, it seemed like regular Space Mountain. It's regular. It's, okay. it's been so it just, long. So. <laughs> it's good to make you look younger. I mean, you you know, gravity pushes all this kid backwards. Helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it cleared out my sinuses too from my eyes watering so much. <laughs> oh, I took good. my glasses off when I got on it, and I was like, all right, we're gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna experience it all up in my face, neck, and chest. What yes. up? What up? Yes, yes. Do that. Nicely done, sir. Nicely yes, done. sir. Uh, Austin, I had a question for you real quick. Uh, you yeah. work on a lot of video games. What, what's your favorite Disney video game? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. You played the entire series? or? Uh, yeah, I just... Um, so my mom and I started it when I was little on the PS2, and I still have the same PS2 with the same first one and second one. Uh, and then we were there for release with Kingdom Hearts 3, and then they just had a thing, because so I have Xbox One, because, mm-hmm. you know, I respect myself <laughs> so we went we went and got that and then they just released the thing where they had literally the entire collection so i bought all of that um but yeah kingdom hearts is one of my favorites at my computer desk i have the the wall flag they give you with it which has woody and then toy sora goofy and uh woody or uh excuse me donald and then um i have my own keyblade too that i bought a couple of years ago ah cool nice so, awesome man yeah and this time of quarantine there could definitely be something that people will get into their house right now and and yeah I mean, it's really good and the books and stuff yeah well look awesome thank you so much man we appreciate it of course that bother means your time's up but uh we appreciate you coming on the show man and spend a little time with us of course anytime i can anytime i can come on i, I definitely take advantage of it so thanks again yeah hey, much love austin much love thanks, to you sir. bro that's what I was looking for. Oh, what you got there? What was he like? Oh, uh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you, Carol Bash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, too bad this is an audio podcast, not a video. I know, right? Holy crap. I've been doing all my conference calls at work with this costume. That is awesome. <laughs> you are the champ, Chief. You are the champ, man. And by Chief, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one, the only Chief of the Mohican Nation. Sean, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? So I think I know what you've been watching during your uh, break. <laughs> yeah, awesome. at home. Why don't you tell the listeners, since they can't see you, what you are dressed like at this point? Well, I got my gun in my hand. I got a mullet wig on. I can't grow a goatee, so I drew one on with magic marker. <laughs> got one of those, uh, what, freshener trees hanging from my earring. I also got a divot tool. Got a big old gold chain. And I got an open shirt. 
Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I've seen a Dude, lot. Dude, you are priceless. You, you got the facial hair too, man. The facial hair is badass. I can't, I can't grow it. Even 48 and I can't grow a beard, so I had to draw it on with magic marker. Oh, so, man, you convinced me. That I'm looks jealous, awesome. Steve. That is awesome. I mean, that's, that's commitment right there, the Sharpie. Yeah. You know, it, if not for Eli <laughs> raving about this show, I, I would have thought you were dressed as Joe Dirt or something. <laughs> you welcome. You welcome, Chief. You the man, Chief. All, All right. right How you guys doing? We're doing good. good. We're, We're good, good, man. All right. I got I to ask you, Chief, real quick. I first got out of the gate. You're, you had a trip scheduled to Disneyland. Oh, my God. It's terrible. How bummed, man. How bummed? Oh, the kids are, are so bummed, but we're going to work with Lee, and we're going to reschedule. I just got to make sure the schedule's with – my son's going to college, so that may be postponed. My daughter's in uh, middle school, so we don't know if they're going to go back or not. And then my oldest son, who works at Best Buy, I got to work around his schedule. So that's the problem, man, is making sure like if when you're doing these big family vacations, it's not as easy as, okay, well, we'll just book before the end of the year. Now you got to coordinate everyone's schedule. Yeah. No, the kids were so bummed and so was I. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it happens. How far out from your trip did you find out it was canceled? Like how many days? I think Lee told me on Saturday and we were flying out on Monday. Oh, oh it, was that. it was like that. I think it was Saturday, right, Lee? Yeah, March was crazy. March yeah. was nuts. March was just like, oh, by the way, uh, no, we're not doing that anymore. So like that, that hit us like a like a ton of bricks. But on the on the silver lining, we didn't fly all the way out to California from Central Florida, thirty miles from Walt Disney World, to get out there and sit in their hotel. So <laughs> no, that's right. You're absolutely right. That would have sucked. Yeah. It would have really been like Wally World. It would have been like vacation. It would have been. I'm sorry, but the box closed. The most you out front should have told you. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get out there. We got. We did a great job getting my money back, and we'll rebook soon, and we'll have fun. So clearly checking out your wardrobe, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're doing pretty good on the dating scene still, right? I mean, are you I've still been on? dating a girl for like two years now? We just rode 50 miles. That's what I'm talking about. You're huh? so smooth, you don't even need a tiger. That's what I'm talking about, Chief. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> I took care of them tigers. Yeah! <laughs> You've been with the same girl for two years, man? Yeah, so far two years. It's been going good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Man, I was going to say, on this show, you've got a reputation for having having uh, dated a little bit. And I was wondering if you could help for our single listeners out there to construct. Like, if you had to take somebody to the Disney parks, and it's a date night, first time you're dating. Construct the perfect date at oh, a Disney God. park. Yeah. What, what, what would the moves be? What rides would you take? What restaurant would you go eat at? Which park would you take them to? How would you, like, especially like someone like Eli, he's single. He's looking to take a vacation to Disney. I'm sure he's looking to pick up on somebody. He needs some tips, oh, man. Definitely. He needs some tips. Some tips. Well, first you got to start, I guess you got to get her tipsy at Cool Club, but that's down, right? So mm-hmm. we're bringing some beam. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll drink that up. Probably head over to the Magic Kingdom. Don't turn on the black light and stitch his great escape. I can tell you that. firsthand. I like it. And then there's some, some romantic opportunities on Haunted Mansion and, and Spaceship Earth. Really? Is that why it broke down? What's up, boy? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you were the one that messed up that doom buggy. <laughs> Got a little too rough on the doom buggy. Couldn't turn around well, anymore. Well, with all due respect, they shouldn't have stuck me in doom buggy 69. Uh, <laughs> it was a calling. It was a calling. You had to do it. So, yeah, so yeah. What, what are you feeding your date? Where, where are you? Where are you taking her to eat? Oh man, isn't she paying? <laughs> <laughs> That's champ, I forgot my wallet in the truck. It's in the parking lot. Oh. Experience may vary. Casey's. <laughs> Sean takes her to Casey's. Corn dog, turkey cart. leg. Give that turkey leg, Sean. 
Uh, <laughs> turkey leg 69. Yeah, we got to get a turkey leg. There you go. Frontier land. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Oh, no. right. let, let's say you're in the park. You found the girl. You know the girl. She's got a friend with her, though, and you need to choose one of the four of us to be your wingman. Who's oh. that going to be? Eli. Eli, Eli. yeah. And Seahawk Eli. over here. Hey, hey, here's my buddy. He plays for the Seattle Seahawks, right? <laughs> That's it. We ran that game that time. They don't remember. We did that. run that game. That was good. And that just That's goes it. to show how little those women watch football that a, a six foot two guy with a pot belly that extended well beyond. <laughs> hey, I was and on he, third straight. Don't judge me. Tell him that he was a quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. He was we a bench were injured reserve. Injured, injured reserve. reserve. There you go. It was a bye week. That's what made it work. What is it about Eli that makes him a good wingman, Sean? He doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> we can make fun of him. Get out of here. He chews my ear off every time I talk to him. Well, we got time. I don't know. That's together. what they said in the uh, waiting room. Somebody said Eli talks too much. <laughs> that would have been Lisa because Eli held up the entire schedule of the show. Well, I do what I can when I can. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Sean. Like, so now, last time we had spoken, you said that you were more into Universal Studios uh, and you were going there. Can you kind of give us an idea what elements of Universal Studios you prefer to Disney and what elements of Disney you prefer over Universal Studios? Well, we just went to Universal Studios to give it a shot. The kids have never been there. And honestly, after a year, it we wouldn't re-up our uh, annual passes. It's just not the same. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. a great. And you can only that you know. Obviously, there's only two parks. The roller coasters are better if you like those type of things. But the uh, the cast members or whatever they call them over there aren't as good, and it's just a totally different feel. Doesn't have any magic. Yeah, no, you. I, I there's agree. no magic there. Have you tried standing up on the rides at Universal? How do they handle it over there? Uh, we stood up on Jurassic Park, and we almost got kicked out. Is that, was that the closest you've ever gotten to getting kicked out of a theme park? What, what's I got kicked out of SeaWorld for picking up a penguin. Oh, that's right. No, I remember that's that. Yeah, yeah. That's an that. awesome story. That. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Popper over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't have swam, swam so close to the glass. Better a penguin than a tiger. I mean, you know. Yeah. You go. I killed the tigers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, who has the best cocktails, Disney or Universal? Oh, Disney. Disney? Oh, yeah. Okay. I would think so by well, far. Well, City Walk is pretty good, but I don't know. If you consider City Walk, I guess it's Universal Parks. There are some lit up people when you leave Universal at City Walk. I can say they're all drinking that hurricane from Pat O's, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's, not, there's nothing that once you're drunk, there's nothing to climb at, at Universal. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. There's no pyramid. <laughs> well, the parking structure, maybe you can climb that. I don't know. You can knock those uh, stilt walkers down on the mummy ride and try those stilts out. <laughs> not so tough now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just break out your wand, you'll be okay. And sweep the leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to visit, but to get an annual pass, it kind of wears out real quick. Mm. Really? That's yeah. good to know. Uh, you yeah. know, that, that, that makes sense because once you step out of the individual attractions, the atmosphere of the land itself, I find, is lacking. There's no central cohesive theming that really is like, oh man, just walking around, you feel like you're in a, a different place. And, uh, you know, Walt Disney or the Disney uh, company designed it so you couldn't see cast members from Frontierland and Tomorrowland. Right. You see the guys wearing the damn uh, Bart Simpson suits walking around the entire park. So. <laughs> <laughs> they still have E.T., which is amazing. So now have you re so now you're back at Disney now? Are you? Uh, did well, you we're going to start with Disneyland and okay. then we'll see how it goes. Cool. All right. That's, that's awesome. Where were you going to stay in Disneyland, if you don't mind my asking? Lee, take it from here, buddy. 
Where, where's he staying? Let's see if he's a good travel agent. Susie would know where I was staying. Tell him, Karen. Oh, oh, no. Lee would just say you're at the Candy Cane Motel. Uh, yeah. I'm going to put you up at the Camelot. Uh, we, the were, uh, we had him set up at the, at the Disneyland Hotel, of course. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, we were going to do a top notch. What do you guys recommend? Uh, Disneyland I, Hotel? I the Disneyland Hotel. Disneyland. I love the Disneyland Hotel. Dude, yeah. that, that, you couldn't have done any better with that. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's awesome. It's so classic, you know. It's yeah, that's kind of why we want to do it. And the reason I want to do it, I think I told you guys before, like, so I grew up in uh, Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. And, you know, the kids had the opportunity to get toured around by me, of all people. So <laughs> we kind of want to discover it all together. Like I was going to have my oldest son. Hey, you download the app. I'm not going to do anything. And uh, we'll watch. We'll do whatever you guys want to do. So I could have just went along for the ride. That'll happen. Yeah, yeah. no, it'll happen it'll this happen. year. Has the podcasting bug hit you at all? Are you are you anxious to get back into the world of podcasting? Actually, three of the navigators texted me on Monday and said they were all bored. Do you want to do the podcast? And I never replied. Oh, wow. They ain't ready for you. They ain't yeah, ready. Play hardball, Sean. Play hardball. Nah, guest appearances are just as good. <laughs> you good, Tiger Sean. You good, Tiger Sean. Tiger Sean. All right. Well, thank you, man. That's time's up. All right. Take care, guys. Yeah, Love that stash, baby. Love that stash. Oh, that's awesome. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Downs gave me a. Uh, oh, nice. oh, yes. You Great. got a pin. You got a Very pin. Cool. Yeah. I, mean, he- I effectively traded him for it. So. <laughs> oh, pin trader. Traded well, him. And then Kevin did when we went Disneyland. No, it was it was more a combination of like me giving him uh 501st like coins and, and pins and stuff. <laughs> and all you got was one lousy magic R way pin. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, you understand, like I went through my pin collection the other day and I have I don't know what I, what I do with the bag. This bag of just like I don't know why the hell I have these pins. Let's just throw them in a thing and I can trade them to whoever. Just for trade. Like a, a trading sure. pins, guys. Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, that voice that you're hearing is the one, the only Eric, otherwise known as Grub, Heat Big Sweats, our member no. of the 501st. <laughs> Yeah. On the magic in the Moican Nation, man. And of course, you recognize the voice because of fantasy football if you're in that with us, too. <laughs> perennial uh, perennial yep. favorite. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Well, outside of a spastic four-year-old today, but, oh, you know. Perfect. Spastic? What happened? Oh, he's just spat. He's an energy bomb. Just cooked up, too, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, just screaming and running and, you know. That doesn't sound spastic. That sounds regular. I don't. Well, see, I don't know. <laughs> regular four-year-old stuff. <laughs> I, I did that the other day in my underwear. It was great. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she's thrown. I guess not regular. Not regular. Not regular. Not regular. Oh, that's not regular. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I shared too much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apologies. You don't share enough, Kevin. I don't. Okay, cool. All right, Lee. What you got for this man? All right, Mister Grub. I'd like to start by asking you. Um, what Star Wars property would you recommend that fans give a second chance and why? Holy crap. Um, I'm prepared for this. I was answer the question. He will. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem is like, I'm like, Oh no, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> no pressure. Oh, so I, I probably some of the old books, like the original, um, the original Zon trilogy that really kicked off the old EU. Probably. Uh, I can't remember the names right now. Holy See, that's smoke. interesting to know because it's like in this time of quarantine, maybe books could be a good thing. And I was curious. Yeah, about and the thing books. is, is like the books exist. There's there's still plenty of good Star Wars books to read. Oh my God, I can't. They're, Take your they, time. You they're your written time. by Timothy Zahn. Okay, um, Timothy Zahn. Okay. Uh, <sighs> the, the last command. <laughs> wait, the last command. Heir, heir to the Empire. Heir to the okay, Empire. Oh, okay, I got you. 
Heir to the okay. Empire. Okay. Heir to the Empire. Those three books. They came out in the early, I want to say late 80s, early 90s, like 91, I think, is when the first one came out. Unfortunately, I don't, they're wrong bookshelf, but I would suggest read that because that's where Grand Admiral Thrawn comes from, and he show, he's shown up in Rebels. Yes. Um, okay. And a huge fan favorite. That's where Mara Jade came from, who's a big fan favorite. Nice. Um, I would say probably that because Timothy Zahn's a great an author, and they're pretty decent books, and they really kick-started, restarted the fandom in the early 90s. Well, I wrote it down. I actually just made a note right now, Heir to the Empire. Which, okay, since you brought it up, why should like the average, maybe not you know, a huge fan of Star Wars, why should they be interested or, or watch the animated series? People seem to love the hell out of the Clone Wars. I haven't seen, I've watched maybe 20, 30 episodes of it combined. Wow, um, me. <laughs> Rebels, I think, is a great show. I love that show. That was great. I, I binged that over the winter break for sure. Do you have to watch Clone Wars to watch Rebels? No, because okay. Okay. at the time I had literally, when Rebels started, I had watched like five episodes of Clone Wars. So it doesn't really, it's, it's more of a, when Rebels starts, it's much more of an original trilogy vibe. Like, you know, because it, it takes place, I think a little bit before the original movie or right in that time frame. So it's very, it feels very original trilogy. And you start getting in some of the Clone Wars characters later in the run. Like season, like end of season two, beginning of season three. Yeah, I tell you what, you know, when I started watching that over the homeowner break, my mind, I had to stop one and just concentrate on one or the other because I started with Clone Wars and Rebels, and then it was like, oh, it's two different epochs. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta focus on one so I can focus on the other. Plus, if you go to the parks with the Black Spire Outpost, if you want to really who Hondo Onaka is and why, what's his significance to why he's running the Falcon, he shows up in Clone Wars, he shows up in Rebels. So. I'm definitely going to check out Rebels then, because I thought you had to kind of watch those two in concert with one another. I'm so I'm kind of glad to hear you. Rebels done. starts out a little slow, but it's it gets pretty good pretty quick. And and a lot of people have called it Space Aladdin. Space uh, Aladdin. Start, when it like first that. started, we heard a lot of oh, it's like Space Aladdin. Oh so, my gosh, is that okay. a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on if you like Aladdin. <laughs> depends on if you like Will Smith. <laughs> All right. Who don't love the Will Smith? That didn't exist at the time when Rebels was out, so it was only the original. Oh, <laughs> good. Robin Williams there. Cool. So uh, what's going on with the 501st right now? What do you guys got any like events planned? Uh, everything is on. It's hard to explain this in like the five minutes I have left. The 501st being a worldwide organization that has, I think, currently about 14,000 active members. They basically, we also just had our elections in February. So right when everything hit the fan, right now we are on a total trooping we call it trooping where we go out and do events and things total trooping hiatus right now no events because same reason everyone else is stuck at home with this stupid virus don't y'all have respirators built into your helmets that would <laughs> keep y'all virus free it does not filter out toxins oh no oh, I, I would request an upgrade I really did not feel like spending money on armored <laughs> consult your union I'd say you know we gotta get an upgrade see if they can negotiate that talk to them yes <laughs> Talk to Palpatine. Yeah, he's alive, apparently. <laughs> and actually, if the virus wasn't going on today, I would be at, a, at one of the local libraries today doing some okay, stuff. Cool. Oh, oh no wow, kidding. that's awesome. That's man. awesome. So, what would that? What would that look like? Going to like, what would you do at the local library? A lot of the, like the libraries happen to be my favorite thing to troop because there's a lot of like they'll have Star Wars days, so they the, they'll do you know coloring activities, games, whatever, photo ops. Um, we have a guy in our garrison that 
is a really, really good public speaker and he has, he's dressed as an Imperial officer and he sits there and he has his whole spiel he does. And it's just a lot of fun to just hang out with these kids in the library. And one, you know, like the libraries will also pull out like a lot of the Star Wars books and activity things for people to take home with them. So to encourage reading and, and all that kind of fun stuff too. So, you know, I don't know. I just, I get a kick out of them. They're just fun. So. so you were saying that you would try, they were having an election in the 501st. Were you opting for like a higher position or anything like that? Or? No. Um, Grand Moff Grub? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, because we have, we, <laughs> have, you? we have our local garrison elections, which the only thing we vote for there is our commanding officer. And then he picks the staff from there or he or she, because we've actually had right now our current CEO is, is a woman. So the empire is a democracy. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of. He, says, he says cautiously. <laughs> There's some hope. But, and, but then we, also have, we also have our, our organization-wide election, which is also for the, the Legion CO, which those people come anywhere. It doesn't, uh, I think our current CO is, uh, she's from California. But the, or the, the Legion's also really more of a U.S. focused thing. There's the biggest garrisons are actually in the U.K., Wow, really? The UK, the Germans, the Floridians, and the Tex and the Texans and the Southern Californians are the biggest. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Damn, that's an awesome trivia. That's uh, hardcore. (laughs) Which is because the Brits are crazy about it because all the movies were filmed there. So that's true. Uh, Good point. But this is the first time in six years. I haven't been on the command staff for locally because uh, I was just, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I've been a garrison executive officer and I've been garrison merch all doing all our merchandising for shirts, pins, coins, all that kind of stuff for the last five years. Well, you got a kid and you know, well, it's, it's just, I'm also yeah. my enthusiasm level isn't nearly as high as it was. Like I'm just at this point, literally I've been in nine years. I, I I'm just stepping back and just taking a breather. Cause at like, this point in nine years, I've done a hundred and 30, 140 different events. Wow. So, you know, I measure that out over nine years and they'll tell you usually, you know, I was doing 30, 35 a year for a couple, for a while. So you're talking three, four months in some cases. Two and a half tours of duty, man. You're like a veteran now. It's like, man, he's going to go to the young ones and be like, I've seen some things, man. I have have seen some things. And let me tell you. (laughs) It's a R&R. I've also had some great, great opportunities, so I can't complain too much. But so, have you ever had an instance where a kid like interacted with you as if you were really a stormtrooper? Mm-hmm. Oh, lots. Oh, yeah. What's your best story? Um, a lot of times they'll just come up and they'll be like, you know, they'll they'll ask questions about like Darth Vader or Kylo Ren or you know they'll want to know about like your armor and in in like does the blaster are the blasters real and just you know can I see can I try it on the helmet and just like you know what's your name and you're like well we have a five well, like we have a, a, a number letter combination so in case being a biker scout it's tb are y'all permitted to remove your helmet depends on the situation what we're doing in a lot of cases it's not a big deal but we do have um like if you're doing weird al or something like really big mm-hmm. answers you're not supposed to take your helmet off oh uh, i got you perfect oh. all right there we go 10 minutes up that man. was awesome man. that was quick man that was like that boom i know right <laughs> hey you shot really straight that time sir <laughs> good shoot it was good I man. Just, you know the funny part is is like i mean even though i i did a, my own podcast for we did a movie podcast for two years i have a friend of mine that i've gotten to know via another podcast that i've been on probably six or seven times in the 10 years he's been doing podcasting and i think it's the first time i've ever actually really talked about the 501st more really? than just like yeah because oh, 
it's one of those things where it's a lot of people know what they are, but people don't really know what we do kind of situation. Yeah, we could probably do a whole show on this, man. If you guys ever really wanted to do it, like, yeah. I'm okay with that. Look, I tell you what, for us, it's, that's, that's like a point of pride. We got a 501st member in our in our midst, man, in our tribe. So it's We're awesome. everywhere, dude. We're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we got time. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So if you guys ever want to do it, I'm, I'm game. So. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of the Magic Away podcast. If you want to learn more about us, magicaway.com is the way to go. There you find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicaway.com. You can leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget on our homepage, and you can call or text us. Yes, I did say send us a text at one eight one five a week, and that is one eight one five. Kevin wanna be sleeping. 669-4226. <laughs> and of course, we got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. Eli, tell me what you got going on, sir. I got a lot going on because I got nothing going on in the house. You can visit IvyComics.com and check out the artwork that I have for Savages. Project Gay Shed about be damn full color artwork. You're gonna love it. There's also a link to this podcast, so you never miss an episode. You can also find me on Facebook.com. You like that's where you find me there. As long as you're a real person out of the bot, that'd be great. Even though this current vacation is going on, I'd rather talk to a real person. Uh, also, Project Geisha has our Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. You can also find me on Instagram. Yeah, we find posting up likes and dislikes and all that other good stuff. And uh, of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, you just bring me the gladness, and I'm pretty happy right now because it's all about the madness right now. So thank you very much. And, guys, if you want to get something on the books in terms of a vacation when all this corona vacation stuff is over, you can do so with Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Uh, just give me a call, 832-431-1621. I'm not doing anything else. I could take your phone calls all day long. So hit me up. Email me at lee at magicarway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost if you could travel. That's L A S T O V I C A travel. Instagram, you got you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasavika! And guys, if you want to support the show as a whole, you can do those through the following ways. Man, send us some beignets through the homepage. Represent the Moican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing. Also support the BS Pot and the Cast Network, who we are a member of. And the easiest way to support us every time, the easiest thing you can do is leave a rating and review an Apple podcast or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. And also, guys, look, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your dizzy mind without fear of retribution, join us in the Weekend Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have the chance to interact with all the famous weekends, as well as Danny, Eli Lee, and yours truly. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Hour podcast. So get in touch with us today. So, Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Tiger King tacos. Hey, it's Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and when I'm not stuffing tacos down my throat, I'm listening to the Mad Hatter Radio. Adios, amigos.